Welcome to today's episode of Conversations with Christina. If you're new to this podcast, you've come accustomed to me, the host, Christina, going through lessons and little golden nuggets of truth that God has showed me. My vision for this podcast is also to bring on guests, especially the ones that have inspired me to start this podcast and the people that have just really inspired me that other people need to hear these conversations that we're having about what God shows us, about where he's leading us, and also just into the deeper freedom he calls for us, which just helps others to come more alive. Um, So today is the first part of a two-series on being near, which being near to God and finding out how he wants to draw us closer to him. Um, and where that starts, and how we can just really thrive in this. So today we will not be having a guest, but I'm hoping to, in the near future, welcome guests onto this podcast. So I'm so excited, and I hope you are also going to leave inspired by this. I am so excited about today's episode. Because we are getting ready to transition into a new year, which often means new vision. We all desire growth, newness, and belonging, and to have a purpose and be known. So being a part of all of this goodness doesn't just come out of nowhere. It comes from great preparation and also from coming somewhere out of growth that brought you here to continue this journey because we know that great things come from a starting place where they could take root. The inspiration for this episode today came from a really great meeting with um, the youth pastor at our church as he was just sharing his vision for the coming new season for youth group. And so part of his vision was really just for growth and for these teenagers and the youth just to become who God called them to be and experience more of him. While that's a pretty simple um image there. Basically, I got so, so super excited about this because I just started thinking of, oh my gosh. So he was just talking about how the youth just need to experience more of who God made them to be, which means you have to experience more of God. If you're drawing near to God, then you will see who he made you to be, what he made you for, and just be totally fueled by his love and his purposes for you and just who God is. And so to experience who God made us to be, what gifts he gave us, um, and who he's calling us to be, it really comes from knowing God. And so how we know God is we draw close to the throne of him. The throne of God is where we experience God's presence. It's us coming to him. So as I was processing all of this, God gave me a really good metaphor. And if you've heard any of my episodes, you know that I love, love, love metaphors. God speaks to me through metaphors. It helps me understand things so much better and explain things so much better. So this one's really interesting because it was super, super new to me. 
So entering into God's presence and approaching the throne of God is like experiencing a concert. So you choose to go to a concert, you choose to actually go, right? So you'd be like super, super excited and pumped to go to this concert. And so what do you do? What do you really want to do if you really super love whoever's performing? You try to get the best seats possible. You try to go up front. And you know what? We all have a seat and whatnot, but we're always invited to go up front. The best bands, at least, they create mosh pits, what else, whatever. (laughs) So, like, they just, like, they welcome you to come as close as possible, no matter what seat you were given, um, so that you can just have the best possible experience, right? And especially when you're way up front, you are not worried about anybody around you. You're just like so into the music, so into the band, just probably at like the top of the world feeling. It's just awesome. The energy is huge. You're just experiencing life to the fullest, basically. But then there's other options. So there's different ticket pricing. You can choose how much you want to invest in going to this concert, right? You can have... um the seats way, 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 way in the back um, where you get to experience the concert, but they're going to be way cheaper. And back in those seats, it's easier to get distracted. Maybe people are talking more because they can't hear as well, and things are just really distracting back there. Um, But when you buy, you know, the really expensive seats that are way up front, um, that's more of an investment, of course, but you get an even better experience. And you might even get the VIP tickets where you can, like, go behind the scenes and meet the band. And then, if you, like, really super, super love this band and you have friends that don't know about the band and you're like, oh my gosh, you need to know about this band, you need to come, it's the most coolest, awesomest thing ever, like, you're a super fan and you just bring all your friends Um, You might even buy their tickets (laughs) if you're, like, super pumped about it. Um, And so you just bring others to experience this, too. So the interesting thing is how this correlates to drawing near to the throne of God. So basically, um, in experiencing God and his presence, it takes intentionality on our part to invest, of course. So whether we don't put put much into experiencing the presence of God um, and drawing near, you know, like going to the concert is like going into God's presence. Like you can invest time the same way you would invest money into um, tickets and things like that. Or um, just whatever you put into it is what you're going to get out of experiencing God. But the cool thing is, no matter if um, you're like the person who you know, uses whatever money they have to buy the seats at the t- the concert just to get in, or the person who spends, you know, a lot of money to get the closest seats ever, um, in the end, the band still invites everyone, everyone to come to the front. And that's the same way with God. No matter how much time or, you know, money to invest in resources that help you draw near to God or whatever, things like that. He still invites everybody to come up front. It doesn't matter what you have. It's your willingness to come when you're invited. And the thing is, God always invites us into his presence. And the best way to experience a concert is not to be worrying about yourself or the people around you. But instead, when like when you're 
trying to experience God, you're also experiencing God with others around you too at times. And that's a big part of community is not being worried about like what's going through your head about maybe what others think of you or what you think of others. It's about like, whoa, we're experiencing God and we're experiencing God together. And that just like deepens connection with people around you in really awesome ways while you're all just drawing near to God. So hopefully you're sticking with me on this. This may or may not make a whole lot of sense. But okay, what about the people who just don't go to concerts? Um, <laughs> which also means like people who uh, maybe go to church and show up for things, but they don't really, I don't know, just take the intentionality to just go into God's presence It's the equivalent of believing in God, but not truly believing that he actually deeply loves us and deeply wants a relationship with us. It comes from shame. Shame keeping us far away. It keeps us focused on us and our imperfections. And that is what happens when we say, oh, I'm not good enough, like, I'm not good enough to for God to bless me like he does others because of whatever I do. Because, like, I'm not good enough. I'm not obedient enough. And that's when we have to stop ourselves or others right there. Because the cure for this is focusing on Jesus and what he did. And that brings us near and knowing Jesus' love and favor for us is based on his character and who he is. And we can have confidence and a lightness in approaching and having free relationship with him. We'll see our whole world differently through this. If we're so focused on ourselves and sitting in shame, we're not going to be able to draw near to the throne of grace and of God, as it says in Hebrews 4, 16, with the confidence And it says that we can receive mercy and find grace in help of our time of need. That's what we do when we draw near to the throne of God, which is also the throne of grace. We receive that mercy again and find grace there. Like, wow, we all need that. Need that on the daily. And Ephesians 2.13 backs this up and saying that we are brought near because of Jesus. It's all about him, guys. Getting the focus off of us will just help us to see the world around us so much better. And because it's not based on who we are or what we've done or the world's value towards us, but based on God's character and how he chooses to value us because he does. Just because he simply does and wants to welcome us. And that, again, is another thing of not feeling welcomed um, also. What often keeps us from being near to God is that belief of not being gladly welcomed. And I just love this version of the verse in NLT, which says in Ephesians 3.12, Because of Christ and our faith in him, we can now come fearlessly into God's presence, assured of his glad welcome. Because sometimes we avoid going places because we don't have assurance of a glad welcome. Like, why go if it's possible to feel out of place and unwelcomed? I've done this. I have totally not went to places that I did not think that I was going to be gladly welcomed, that I might be ignored and feel totally uncomfortable with. 
because of stepping out and going to those places and feeling those ways. <laughs> so we can do that with going to God too. Fearing rejection or even feeling uncomfortable. But God always welcomes us when we come to him with open arms and a glad welcome. I just love that phrase. If we are fearing not having a glad welcome, that means that we are totally not at rest. And I just um, it came across 1 John 3, 19 through 20, which says, This is how we know we belong to the truth and how we set our hearts at rest in his presence. If our hearts condemn us, we know that God is greater than our hearts and he knows everything. So going into our hearts, that can also go into basically our soul, our core beliefs, and what really is behind our actions and what we think and say. And so if our hearts are just like running wild and crazy and feeling condemnation and shame and fear, um, it can't, we can't do what it says in 1 John 3.19 that I just read. How we, we can't have our hearts set at rest in his presence. So we need to go into his presence and fight back the fear, shame, and condemnation to be at rest. Our hearts can be at rest, guys. And that is such a relief because some days the crazy is real. And I think we can all agree during this almost mid-December time of year that it is very, very crazy. I have been very overwhelmed with um, schedules and everything that people have planned is like on the same day of these weekends and it's just crazy. And without really drawing near to God through this and in the stillness, um, we're not going to enter um, into the vision he has for this coming next year. And so I just want to encourage you guys just to just go find a time, schedule it in, pencil it in, um, and just sit with the Lord. And you don't even have to open your Bible. This isn't about work and doing, but just being with God and approaching him and entering into the rest that your heart so deeply needs to just sit in stillness and grow in strength by entering God's presence and drawing near to his throne. We often think that growth comes from work. And while this has some truth to it, Becoming who God called us to be and experiencing him, a lot of that comes from stillness as well. And we as people these days do not experience the stillness um, and in the rest from God that we need. When we sit in stillness with God in expectation and give him just a time where there's quietness that he can speak into our life. Sometimes he'll just download things into us, just um, share lots of things. Um, and then other times there will just be silent and stillness, but he's still filling you. And that's the craziest thing. It's like bringing your car to a gas station. It might feel kind of boring, but our car is getting filled. And we're not even usually talking. That's um, kind of really silly. But just stick with that metaphor of taking your car to the gas station and all you're doing is letting it be filled up. And that's what God wants to do to us because it's so countercultural 
for that kind of thing to happen. Sometimes people don't want to sit in stillness because that's when their mind gets running and they're usually thoughts that are totally negative, discouraging, or remind them how busy they are. Um, and oftentimes lies come up, which this is super exciting because when you become more aware of your thoughts and what's running through your mind, um, you can become more aware of which ones of those are lies and totally just capture them and ask God to correct them and to write his truth over them. That is some of the best work, guys, is finding out what is holding you back and oftentimes these things come from our past. Having the keen awareness now that when you don't feel like you can enter into God's presence or he doesn't want you to or you don't have time or blah, blah, blah. Like, think about the thoughts that are coming up that are keeping you either from experiencing more of God or even other things. Um, whether it's going to different events. Like, think about the thoughts that are running through your mind and ask Jesus to correct those and ask him to speak instead the truth and to help you confront those so that you are not held back from experiencing anything that he has for you. We're entering soon into a new year again, which means some people are going to be very, very hopeful about that and other people are going to be in despair about that. And my hope for you guys is that you can know that you can have a very powerful vision, and that is God-given, and you can have like have a great purpose, and be known, and experience growth, and newness, and belonging. And all of these things start with drawing near to God. And maybe you're just rocking this, and you just got these things figured out, and you've just been nodding your head like, yep, yep, no, got that. Okay, if you're one of those persons, then... Please, please, please reach out to the people around you that are stuck because they need to know these things. Keep loving on others, keep serving others, keep inviting others into this great love and freedom that Christ offers. I hope this episode left you feeling encouraged and inspired and just wanting to go deeper into the freedom that God has for you and also invite others into the freedom that God has for them as well. Be on the lookout for part two of this series that includes um, basically how you're becoming more aware of yourself and your thoughts and all of that and how the possible scary awareness that will come out of this will just draw us like in more confidence in our relationship with Christ through this. So thank you for listening today. Again, I hope you were encouraged. Let me just pray you guys out. God, we thank you that you invite us into deeper, deeper places with you, God. I pray that we can stay encouraged and grow full of hope as we just dive into all you have for us. God, will you just reveal um, to the listeners just who you've made them to be, where you're calling them to, um, and just help them just highlight the gifts in them, God. Help them to be encouraged. God, we just pray against shame and fear and condemnation. God, will you just bind those over these people right now. Help their hearts to just feel more full and free 
as you call them out of the still and oddness where they are and the uncomfortableness, God. Thank you for who you are. In Jesus' name, amen.